0: You have watch, so you the reality is less, you have no me, foreign policy experience and it shows. And you know what? The, it the shows. Foreign policy- All right. So we take you in depth in you decide 2024, eight Republican presidential candidates trading barbs at their first debate of the 2024 election cycle, jockeying for time positioning and more woKV political analyst, Rick Mullaney with the JU public policy Institute back who stands out most the morning after.
1: Well, you know, a couple things on that as far as who stands out most, the, Let's talk about Governor DeSantis for a second. Yesterday, I predicted that he would be the center of the storm. I was wrong about that. The center of the storm was Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy. And we'll talk about that in a second. But in terms of who advanced their cause last night, I think Nikki Haley advanced her cause, particularly on foreign policy and abortion. I think that Governor DeSantis had a good night, but not a breakout night. And for Vivek Ramaswamy, I think he had a mixed performance, but is going to advance his cause. In particular, one of the things that really stood out was how much he disparaged and went after the other candidates, particularly his statement that everybody on this stage has been bought and paid for, a very strong statement that they're all a bunch of professional politicians, that they are pack puppets. That is why, in part, he lit a fuse that resulted in him being at the center of attention last night, which actually, ironically, may help him. Chris Christie and him clashed. Mike Pence and him clashed, Nikki Haley and him clashed, and I think Nikki Haley had the better of it on foreign policy. Overall, I thought all eight candidates, honestly, were well-prepared, did very well. Some did a little bit better than others.
0: How did they navigate the uh, elephant that was not in the room in former President Donald Trump?
1: very, very challenging. It was interesting. At one point, the moderators asked who here would support him uh, if he was convicted on these charges. Only two, Asa Hutchinson and Chris Christie said they would not. Uh, of course, Vivek Ramaswamy is a very much a supporter of Donald Trump and said he would pardon him on day one. He also said he's been the best president of the 21st century. They did not get much into the indictments, the four indictments, but it was clear that the shadow of Donald Trump was hanging over this election, and it is very, very difficult for those on those stage to take on Donald Trump because when they do politically, they risk alienating that base, and that base is part of what they need to succeed to get the nomination. So it was very challenging, and you saw that on display last night.
0: You mentioned the Florida governor. This election is not about January
1: 6th of 2021. It's about January 20th of 2025
0: when the next president is going to take office. I know what the Democrats would like to do. They want to talk about all these other issues, but we've got to focus on your future. How did his first performance on the national stage uh, maybe uh, change some of the narrative that had been out there about a a flailing campaign with uh, cuts in staff and more?
1: A couple points. First of all, I thought Governor DeSantis had some very good moments. He had a good moment on crime, for example, when he talked about Florida being at a 50-year low in crime and talked about – and remember, this is for his Republican base – how George Soros-backed prosecutors around the country were a problem, and there were two of them in Florida, and he removed them from office. That played to loud applause. On immigration, he talked about using lethal force, potentially, to go after the cartels in Mexico. It also played well. On the economy, he talked about a nation in decline, but that that was a choice. And then he laid out a plan for coming out of it. And in his closing argument... He was a little bit more personable, talking about his wife and his children and his service. So overall, he had some good moments. But early Rich, he was somewhat invisible after the first question. As the night went on, he had a growing presence. Overall, like I said, he had a good performance. I would not call it a breakout performance. And one of the things he did not accomplish is he did not separate himself from the rest of the field. And to the extent this remains fragmented within the field, that is advantage Donald Trump. And maybe to some extent, Donald Trump is someone you have to consider had actually a very good night last
0: night. It's 853 WOKB political analyst Rick Mulaney with the J.U. Public Policy Institute, breaking down the GOP debate. And I can't recall a time where a former vice president became kind of an also-ran. President
1: of the United States has to
0: confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity. Rick, how did you think that uh, Pence performed on the issues and continuing to Distance himself from Trump, if at all.
1: It was a very interesting performance. He was very aggressive. He was very dominating. um, And he was not especially respectful of time limits, so to speak. But he also was someone who had some very good moments. And nearly everybody on the stage agreed that he had done the right thing, the legal thing, the thing he was required to do under the Constitution when he certified the election. He and Nikki Haley had a little bit of a dust up on abortion, and that is a big, challenging issue before the uh, republicans and it was a challenging issue in the midterms i think it's one of the reasons why they're underperforming and it underperformed in the midterms and it's a challenging issue for 2024 i thought nikki haley got the better of it in terms of the general election audience and even that audience there i thought mike pence overall had a pretty good night i'm not so sure his campaign is going to move forward very well because part of that base won't forgive him for what he did on january 6th although there's a consensus he did the right thing overall I thought he had a pretty
0: good night. Every candidate runs a different type of campaign. So far, South Carolina Senator Tim Scotts has been very much focused on uh, brightness and optimism. This
1: DOJ uses their power, uses their authority, not just against political opponents, but against conservatives and conservative causes. It is time for a
0: change in America. So he wove in the time for a change, but he did bring up some of the hot-button issues, and yet he didn't really have a whole lot of time. That Might that hurt him, at least in the short term? at least in polling and even fundraising rick
1: i think it may hurt him a little bit that he did not have as much time and he was maybe some might call a little bit subdued but he's another one who actually did pretty well he is one of the most likable of the eight on stage you've seen him rising in some of the polls he's very formidable and he's and the whole group i thought was well prepared on policy and he had some very good moments uh, on the abortion issue, however, he and Mike Pence are in that national band category. Nikki Haley was in a different place. This is one where the Republicans have not found their footing. Um, I thought Tim Scott did a good job on education for that Republican base, talking about what he would do on education, how he'd go after the unions in particular, the uh, teachers' unions as one of, the, uh, one of the real threats, how he would disband the Department of Education. Overall, I thought Tim Scott uh, presented well but he didn't have quite the presence as some of the others last night.
0: For each of the eight, the uh, it, it, their campaigns, I'm sure, probably look at the calendar and say, geez, this is unfortunate because uh, already the headlines have quickly moved off their performances, whether they were good, strong, whatever the case may be, and on to, once again, the spotlight being former President Trump. He's expected to surrender to authorities in Fulton County, Georgia. Does the legal challenges continue to um, help in many ways Trump with both fundraising and time and attention away from his challengers.
1: It's going to help him in the near term, Rich, in my opinion. And by near term, he's gotten a boost in fundraising. Um, He's gotten a boost even in the polls. But in the longer term, as you look to 2024, it's going to be very challenging, these four indictments. It's going to be challenging in terms of cost because it's costing him tens of millions of dollars. It's going to be challenging to him in terms of logistics because of where he's going to spend his time. And some of these trials could go four to six weeks. And, in fact, the jury selection alone in Georgia on a current racketeering case started in January and is still ongoing in August. So as a practical matter in the long run, this will be challenging for President Trump to navigate in 2024. In the near term, he fundraises off it. He benefits in the polls. But I think it's going to be challenging as the the campaign progresses.
0: A lot of charges facing the former president, racketeering, and a dozen other counts connected to interference in 2020 in the Georgia election. And, Rick, later tonight, I think, uh, based on the timing, between about 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to see a mugshot of a former president. That's a first.
1: It really will be. I think we've seen so many firsts since March of this year. We're getting a little bit numb to it, certainly in March when you saw the first indictment out of New York. In nearly 250 years, it's the first time we've seen that. And then the dominoes began to fall. The dam broke, so to speak. And then you had the indictment in Florida, the indictment in D.C., the racketeering charges out of Georgia. Um, And so now uh, the president tonight will be arrested. Uh, He's on track, of course, to have that mugshot. He's out on bond for about $200,000. To say that this is unprecedented uh, doesn't go nearly far enough. We are certainly dealing with something as a country we've never dealt with before, uh, and, in particular, this notion of indicting a former president is one thing, but also there's the notion of indicting a former president who is the leading candidate for the Republican nomination is really, really significant. Uh, so. So, Rich, uh, we will continue to see something we've never seen before, and tonight will be another example of that.
0: WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute breaking down the uh, GOP debate. We'll dive even deeper into it. Some of the key takeaways you'll hear from noon till 3 live on the Mark Kay Show with Mark in just a few minutes.